0: Welcome to the Diligent Woman Podcast, where Christian women let go of their guilt and step out in confidence by bringing God into every part of the day, learning by examples in Scripture, applying simple principles, and trusting the Lord with it all. I am Angela Legg of thediligentwoman.com, and I welcome you to grow in grace and truth one step at a time. Let's get started. Welcome to the Diligent Woman Podcast. I'm Angela, the Diligent Woman from thediligentwoman.com. So glad that you are here today. Today we are talking about a little bit of reality for the Christian woman. <laughs> we're looking at the woman in Proverbs 31. And I don't know about you, but throughout my life as a Christian, this woman has been either held up as an impossible ideal. That uh, cannot be met. Uh, she has been laid out as a strict line of things to follow. And if you're not exactly like her, you're failing. But she has also been taught as a woman who gives all of us hope. Uh, and this is really the way that I see her. The woman in Proverbs 31. God has given us this woman who has given by a mother to her son as what to look for in a good wife. This is how she describes a good wife to this man. And while the woman in Proverbs 31 may not be a specific woman with a name, she is a very real woman that real women can attain to be. And I know this because there's another woman described in scripture who is very much like her and this woman is again someone who is not a specific single woman but it is an expectation that women in the church will be like her and I want to look over at first Timothy 5 to kind of put our proverbs 31 woman into perspective in first Timothy 5 we have teaching that Paul gives to Timothy it's actually limiting the church, On who they can support financially, basically, you know, provide their every need for them. Um, This is in the case of a widow woman who has no other means of income. Her husband and her children are gone and she is left alone. And this is part of qualifying who the church takes on because the church is not meant to be burdened with taking care of everybody financially. That's not the job that God created the church for as an organization. Now, members of the church, Christians in general, yes, we need to be helping out our fellow man and those who are having trouble financially and in as many ways as that we can do that. But the church's work does not take this on primarily um, in, in its efforts. And Paul's laying this out. He's giving some limitations here who this, who these people can be that the church can take in. Um, I got to admit, it's probably a pretty rare instance for a woman to completely outlive her husband and all of her children who could be financially helping her. That's not normal and probably extreme times, times of war um, or, you know, things that have separated people and then tragedies have happened. It could happen, but it's just not the norm. Generally, children are going to live longer than their parents. So children are going to be able to take care of their parents. But today, I want to look at what is expected of this, of this woman, um, who is a member of the church, and how she is described. This is what you're supposed to know about her. Over in 1 Timothy 5, um, talks about, in verse 5, that she is a widow indeed, desolate. Um, she trusts in God, and she continues in supplications and prayers night and day. This is a woman who is obedient to God and lives that way. Um, But she, she that lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. And these things give in charge that they may be blameless. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Paul's putting the emphasis on children need to take care of their parents. People need to take care of their own first. But then in verse 9, he goes, okay, but if you have a situation where a woman is without income, she doesn't have a family to take care of her. She is to, to described to having been the wife of one man. This is specific to being able to be supported. But this tells us she's a wife who has done all these other things. Okay. She's well reported of for good works. These are the works of doing for other people, and he describes a lot of those works. If she's brought up children, if she's lodged strangers, if she's washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she diligently followed every good work. That's more general. This is she has sought to follow every good work that God has put in front of her. This woman is well reported for good works. It includes taking care of her family, taking care of strangers, and taking care of her own because she's not the infidel mentioned up in uh, verse 8, right? She's taking care of her family. She has relieved the afflicted and she has diligently followed every good work. She has worked to find ways to do this. This woman is living the Proverbs 31 life. This is a woman whose actions in her daily life reflect a love for the Lord and she is obedient to him. And through that, her actions show that she does love the Lord because she's doing the works that he's told her to do. And it includes taking care of her family, taking care of others, taking care of her brethren, and making sure that anybody that she know of, knows of who's afflicted, that she's done what she can. This is achievable. This is any woman in the church should be this. The only limitation here is which of these women can the church supply her sole income because of circumstances. But all women in the church should be striving to be all of these things. This is how we live and breathe God's will in our lives. Okay? So let's get, go back and consider Proverbs 31 because it gets into a little more detail on ways in which we can do that. This is something you can achieve, this is something that you can do, and you don't have to do it exactly like everybody else. Your family dynamic is going to be different than your next door neighbor's family dynamic. Your relationship with your children, what season of life you are in is all going to be different than the other women at in your congregation. This is for you to be walking in, in the seasons you're in and you apply what you can to the season you're in. And the woman in Proverbs 31 is not a new bride. She's not a young wife. She is a woman who has children who can acknowledge what she has done for them. She has been at this for a while. So the woman who is described is one who will be this way when she has been a wife for a time. Well, you have to be a young wife who's willing to work, who's willing to put in effort to love and to do what is yours to do, to grow, to be this woman who has achieved this in a later season in her life. But just as a course for us in trying to be more diligent, to be like the woman in Proverbs 31, we can pray and we can study to look at these different areas in her life and apply them to us. We can even take that context apart and focus it on specific things. For example, um, you can pray about and work on studying how to be a better woman for the Lord in all of the areas of your life and how to do so through planning. Because we see in Proverbs 31, Um, that she is a worthy woman. And that word that's translated worthy or excellent woman um, or virtuous woman, virtuous gets a little closer to the original word. This is virtue, which is a military term that is that moral fiber that soldiers have. In other contexts, we have David's mighty men of valor. The translation of the word for men of valor is the same word that's translated here as virtuous or worthy or excellent for this woman. She's a soldier for the Lord in the ways she takes care of what is hers to take care of. She is a mighty woman of valor and she is priceless she is precious um, and we see that in if you go to verse 17 in the planning she girds her loins with strength and makes her arms strong. That doesn't happen by snapping her fingers. She does the things that she needs to do that will make her strong and healthy so that she can be there to do what is hers to do, okay? Um, And that doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym. It could mean going to the gym, but it includes hard work. It takes a lot of work to do laundry. It takes a lot of work to clean the house. It takes a lot of effort and energy to do those things and you grow stronger every time you do it. Taking care of your house inside and out all takes effort and energy and it needs to be applied and you need to strengthen yourself and you can do that. But again, it must be intentional. We've talked about that before. This is the whole diligent part. If you look in verse 25, it says that strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come. Strength and dignity, again, don't just happen overnight. They come through effort, they come through purpose, and she can laugh at time to come because she's prepared. So you can look at these verses and pray and ask the Lord to help you and be with you while you work to be more prepared and to be more intentional for the next season that comes. Be working in this season to have the things that you need for the next season. Well, what does that mean? It means you know what's needed in the next season to some degree. You can't prepare for everything, but there are lots of things that you can prepare for. And this effort, spiritually, physically, mentally, these are all things that a woman can do. You can do it when you're single. You can do it when you're married. You can do it when you're a widow. You can be preparing for the next season, whether it's for yourself or for other people who are under your charge. We see in verse 26 that she opens her mouth with wisdom and the law of kindness is on her tongue. Again, something that doesn't happen just on its own. She has the law of kindness on her tongue. God's word teaches us how to be kind. It teaches us how to do the thing that is in the best interest of other people. That kind of love is kindness. And if you look in verse 30, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears Jehovah, she will be praised. Our fear for Jehovah, again, is not something that just happens all on its own. Our faith comes by hearing, and hearing is through the word of God. It is God's word and through the evidences that he has provided that shows us how amazing he is. And our faith in him and our belief that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him is compounded on by our effort to pay attention to what he has created around us and by diving into the word that he gave us so that we could understand him as much as he wants us to understand him. That is something that doesn't just happen. These things are things she has put energy into. And being the kind of woman, she then does all these other things. You can see how in the in the chapter it talks about her taking care of other people and you can pray for your efforts to take care of other people. She took care of other people when she got up um, when it's still night to make sure there was food for her household and all the chores are ready for her maidens. She gets up at whatever time is necessary to make sure everything is in place for everyone else to get their work done. She makes sure they're fed and make sure their work is ready. She has helpers. But part of her job is making sure the helpers can do their work. I have daughters. Part of my job is training them how to be able to leave their home and go take care of another one. That's part of my job is making sure they have what they need so that they can learn to do that. I can't teach them to cook, to cook for themselves if I don't first make sure that the items are in the kitchen to allow for them to cook. I have to do some work in preparation to teach them to do that. And there is effort I have to spend to encourage them to do that and make sure they have what they need in that effort. And again, this is something you can do when you're single. This is something you can do married. This is something you can do as a widow. There is no season in your life when you can't be working towards being a Proverbs 31 woman. We see her also um, in taking care of other people. I see her stretching her hand out to the poor. She reaches forth her hands to the needy. Stretching her hands out to them is not stretching out empty hands. She is stretching out hands that are ready to help. And so she has seen them. She sees what they need and she's going to help provide what they need. And um, so, so she has that. We're ready to do that. That takes preparation and planning. Um, again 25 and 26 strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come she opens her mouth with wisdom and the law of kindness is on her tongue this is towards other people she is prepared for how to answer and deal with other people her own self has been trained she has self-control and she knows good words to use This is effort she's put in to learn these things, to practice these things, and they are there, ready, and we can all work on that. Jumping into some of the other things that we see from this woman that can apply to all of us as women working to walk in the way that God wants us to walk. We see here that she goes through a lot of effort to financially support her family. Okay? It doesn't detract from her ability to take care of what's at home. It's part of taking care of what's at home. Uh, we see in verse 13, she seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. She's like the merchant ship. She brings her bread from afar. This woman works with her hands to make clothes. It's what wool and flax would be used for. Sometimes you can use flax. It even brings about um, other parts of it is for food. She's working with raw materials to create things that they need. She's not afraid to work with her hands. She knows what's needed. She knows what raw materials she needs to get the end product that's required. That all takes some study, it takes learning, it takes being prepared. Again, you're not going to just go walk into a store and buy wool and flax and be able to create clothes. You have to know some things. She had to gain that knowledge, apply that practice, learn how to do those things. So now she is a woman who is able to teach others to do that. She's got that ability. She's like the merchant ship. She brings her bread from afar. She doesn't just buy what's easy. She goes looking for the good things. Merchants bring the good things to sell. She is like a merchant ship. She goes looking for the good things. And she makes sure that the food that she brings is good. She's preparing good food for her family. Again, something that's not just simple. It must take some effort and some intention. So that's how she uses her money and she can bring in money the same way. Uh, Verse 16, she considers a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with the fruit of her hands. You can learn how to buy and sell property, use it to bring in income, and then sell it again for a profit you can learn to do that this is something you can learn to do it's not wrong for you to do that she saw this as a means to bringing in some income to the family and she did this work this is a smart woman and all of us can learn this is something we can learn to do um you also see she lays her hands to the distaff and her hands to the, hold the spindle this is her again taking those raw materials she's making clothes and she applies that not only to her own family Because we see in verse 21, she's not afraid of the snow for her household because all her household are clothed with scarlet. She's got nice clothes for her family and she's ready for winter. But she also uses those um, skills to make sure she is clothed well. And then in verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them and delivers belts to the merchants. She saw a need. And she fixed that need. She met, She made up something that could be sold to meet someone else's needs so she could earn an income. She takes care of something they need. She provides it and it also earns her an income. So this is a hardworking woman. In verse 27, she looks well to the traveling of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. This is the trick. She's not... Idle. She's not sitting around with lots of free time because there's always something to be working on. Now, this is what this woman had to do to provide for her family. In the current societies that we live in, in most cases, we have so many things that make a lot of these jobs easier. For one, making your own clothes is really not even affordable anymore because of manufacturing, it is just smarter. Money wise, for you to purchase the clothes that are already provided, but it does take a lot of effort to find quality clothes that are going to last and making sure your dollar is being well spent so you're not just buying things that are going to wear out quickly. But we also have the ability, looking forward to the season. You go buying things that you need in the summer. You buy those things in the spring when they're, they'll have those out and ready for you. They help a lot by the stores stocking what you're going to need in the next season. And you'll get a better price if you buy it early than you will if you buy it in the middle of the season. Buying something that you need in winter time is not as effective as it is buying it early. These are all things that you can do in the time that we're in without having to literally go to the links that she did. You don't have to go get card wool and deal with flax and turn it all into threads. You don't have to do that, but you can. You can fill your time that way. Um but the idea is is that she's applying that effort. And you as a diligent woman, you can pray about these things. Take these verses. The rest of the verses in the chapter are about this woman and her relationships. You go up to the first verses, you've got in uh, verse 11, the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. He can trust her with many matters. He can trust her with her purchases. He can trust her with his heart. Um, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. He can trust her because she is working in so in ways that will benefit him. You go down further into the chapter, her children recognize this as well. They can trust her. They can work with her. They learn from her and they all benefit. She's working to make sure that what is hers is taken care of. Dig into your scriptures. Don't be afraid of this woman. Learn from her. As a single woman, you can learn to be like this woman. It does not require marriage to be able to be this type of a woman. You don't have to be married yet or married ever frankly, to be a woman who knows when it's time to get up to get done what needs to be done today. It doesn't take being married to be a woman who knows what her responsibilities are and how to prepare for them and to see that they're taken care of. You don't have to be a married woman to realize your own parents are getting older and might need some help one day. And so you need to be financially and emotionally and psychologically prepared for that. Start now. Learn what you need to need to learn. Start studying and understand what things you need to understand. How do you go about being in charge of their financial house? How do you transfer those things to you? These are skills you can learn. And marriage is not required for you to do that. (laughs) Any woman can learn to do these things. And if these are things that you're not inclined to learn, you can also learn where you can find those services to pay for them. And then your job is to find the means to pay for the services because you don't want to do the work yourself. All of those things fall into what this woman does. She has helpers. She has maidens. She has servants. She's got this land that she's purchased. She didn't literally grow the vineyard with her own two hands. She had workers. She paid people to do that. And then she took the profits from that A vineyard's not a small undertaking, She hired that work to be done, and these are all things that we can learn from her example and find ways to apply it today, but at the crux of all of this is the type of person she is. This is a woman who fears Jehovah. She will be praised, and it's reflected in the works of her hands, okay? She has built herself up to be able to get through these hard times and to go through these difficult things. Not all of these things are easy, but she can do them with a servant's heart, knowing that all of these works are what she's made to do. So she's created to be good at doing in all of these ways. She's got the gift within her to take these types of things and manage them very well. She's going to be able to raise up children. She's able to train and teach her children. She's able to show them what it's like to be respectful and honoring towards other people. And they will be that way towards her. God shows us a very capable woman here. And the qualification of her being capable is not that she's married. It's that as a wife, all of this comes into fruition in a big way. But it's not the only time that it does. Lots of women also apply these same benefits outside of the home, especially once their children are gone. They, they start charities and they help their fellow man. And all of these skills are required for that. Needing to know how to bring in money for those things, how to encourage people to help, how to find the helpers you need and where to put them strategically. There's lots of ways to apply this knowledge. In running a business, you need this knowledge. You need these practices to be part of who you are. It's not just a woman is married and has children. It's the only way she can be a godly woman. This woman was able to serve the Lord and do it in a very, this is all a very worldly way in which she's functioning. The scripture is a spiritual woman who's living amongst those in the world and functioning in a godly way. That's the lesson for us to take from her. And we know it can be done because there would be women who would be qualified in their old age because they have done these things. This gives us hope, ladies, and it shows us what there is for us to do. Our job is simple. Step into God's word. Believe in who he is. Believe God. Trust him, be obedient to him, and know that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then give your day to learning more about what he wants, and then each day growing in the way you live that out loud. The way you serve your family, the way you serve those around you, if you're married, the way you serve your husband, but above all the way you serve God. Doing the things that he's told you to do, the work that is good, which is taking care of your family, taking care of those around you, showing love to them. It's really not a hard concept. The hard part is the doing it every day without growing weary, but God has given you encouragement and he's telling you, he sees you. He sees it. He describes it here. He acknowledges it, that it's going to exist in the church. Because he refers to all of these women throughout the history of the church who are doing these things, women who are making clothes for the needy, women who are bringing other people into their homes to take care of them and allowing the church a place to come and meet. And they are going out and supporting their other brethren and encouraging them and being there. These women are all talked about, and God gives them a place in Scripture. He holds them up. He doesn't just talk about this woman in Proverbs 31. All throughout Scripture, these women are lauded, and He uses short descriptions, and some of them He gives more room to. Anna in the book of Luke doesn't get a lot of space, but she is an amazing woman. To have been married for seven years, her husband dies, and the rest of her life, she's devoted to God. And now in her old age, she continues to serve God in the temple, always watching for the Messiah to come. Her knowledge is such that she recognized what that baby Jesus was when he came in. She recognized who he he was. She heard the prophecy that was told in the blessing, and she acknowledged that God had kept his promise. And then she went on to tell other people about him as she went about her day, serving the Lord always in the temple. We're told just that little bit about her. That is a woman living the Proverbs 31 life. We see it in Mary. We see it in the sisters, Mary and Martha. We see it in Lydia. We see it in uh, Priscilla and all these other women. You are seen for what efforts you put in. The days taking care of your children are not wasted. Those are offered to the Lord every day. It is part of what you give him. It is part of the good work that you do. Taking care of your husband's needs when he comes home after a long day of taking care of your needs. By earning an income and being that soldier who is on those lines away from the home while you're protecting the heart of the home. Helping to fill his cup so that he feels ready to go out and do that again the next day. In turn, that is filling your cup because you're doing what God has told you to do. Your children see these things. You nurture your children and that is good work. That is God work. That is God's word working through you towards them. Don't demean it. Value it and put your hand to the plow. Your plow is everything around you. Don't look at it as a small thing and things that need to be pushed aside so you can do something bigger. It's a lot already and it's powerful and it's necessary and you are bringing glory to the Lord in every effort that you make. Find what is your responsibility around you in the season you're in, in your circumstances and how you can do that in the ways that God has shown us to do it. You can do this. Just live your faith out loud every day, diligently, one step at a time. I want to thank you for being here. i will leave you with that. There will be some resources down below um, this episode that you can go check out for more studying on the Proverbs 31 woman. I hope you found this encouraging. And I hope that it helps you to find something today. Pick one thing today and learn more how to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord in that one thing. Be better today than you were yesterday. And then tomorrow, Lord willing, you do it again, each day improving on the last. We'll see you again next time. Enjoy. Thanks for joining me today on the Diligent Woman Podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of new episodes and share those with your friends. Until next time, enjoy.